This is Cruise Control. Control. Your on-air automotive magazine with co-hosts Fred Staub and Les Jackson. Control. Everything you need to know about new and used cars. Control. Industry news. We'll fix or repair your car on the air. Control. Fasten your seatbelts and let us take the wheel. Now, your ride is about to begin. Control. Because you're on Cruise Control. Cruise Control. Cruise Control. Hello and welcome to Cruise Control, your on-air automotive magazine with your hosts, Fred Staub, sitting over there in the passenger seat, and me, Les Jackson, I'm at the wheel of the van, and all of those who think nothing's going on in the car industry will take one step forward. Not so fast, everybody. Yeah, that's right, Les. There's a lot going on, actually. and uh, Absolutely. We're going to get to it. We're going to start with two stories about Ford's GT500 Mustang, perhaps the most expensive Mustang ever made. Well, one involves price gouging. The other involves, well, actual sheet metal gouging. Ooh. Well, nothing new about price gouging. No, unfortunately not. No, that's just the way it is. Anyway, uh, over at Nissan, they have a new alternative to the test drive. Yeah, test drives don't really mean much anymore. No, no, it's around the block. But this might uh, change that. And uh, talking tech, we love doing that. Uh, Batteries from a very abundant earth resource. Yeah, perhaps the most abundant resource less we'll talk about that plus how does a kid do thirty-eight thousand dollars of damage in a new car showroom <laughs> you know it's i think it's everybody's nightmare yeah well certainly was this couple's nightmare we'll talk about that and a whole lot more when we get rolling on this edition of cruise control radio your on-air automotive magazine don't forget we're on the web at cruisecontrolradio.com you can like us on facebook follow us on twitter it's all there cruisecontrolradio.com yeah you think about test drives less i've been on them there and it it, it's almost analogous to you remember when people used to buy stereo speakers and they'd have a like a a switch that's an a b c d right right and yeah, and you they couldn't play tell a record, the and they'd be like, yeah. "Okay, which one you want?" And they rock the switch back and forth. Um, it's very much like that when you go for a test drive. Sometimes the uh, uh, you know the salesperson is sitting there, and the whole idea is uh, the salesperson gets money. Salesperson <laughs> gets money just to uh, ride along with you. And it's pretty much meaningless. You might not even take it out on the highway. You probably That's take right. it on a predetermined route. Um, and it's it's just, you don't get a feel for the car. Now, the one solution to that is listen to Cruise Control Radio, because we do at-the-wheel reviews where we put these things through the paces. But Nissan may have another plan, so we'll talk about that and a whole lot more when we return on Cruise Control Radio, your on-air automotive magazine. Stay tuned. Listen to the live feed of Cruise Control Radio every Saturday at 10 a.m. Eastern. Go to www.cruisecontrolradio.com to find out how to do it. Is your car starting to show its age? Over time, paint becomes oxidized, faded, and scratched. 
but you can restore that tired paint and repair those scratches with the paint restoration system from 3M. It's an affordable way to make those repairs in your garage in just one afternoon with basic tools. The kit contains all of the restoration products and polishing pads you need to bring your vehicle's paint back to like new condition. For more information, visit www.3mcarcare.com. Cruise Control. Welcome back to Cruise Control Radio, your on-air automotive magazine. It's Fred Staub. It's Les Jackson. Les on the men. It's yes. After a uh, significant air intake problem, but he is he's doing well. And we are back with you talking about things going on in the automotive industry. Um, you know, one of the things that always gets us upset is that... Uh, <laughs> Additional dealer markup, ADM, and it always happens when a new and desirable car comes out, and uh, dealers just say, hey, supply and demand, and they're going to just add chunks of money onto that MSRP. I think people have started to turn the uh, tables on a lot of these folks. Uh, because uh, when the uh, C8 Corvette came out and people were putting in their orders, uh, the all of the forums uh, and blogs and things like that started saying, hey, this dealer's charging over MSRP, but if you drive another 15 miles, this guy will just sell you at, at MRP. And uh, that kind of thwarted a lot of dealers, didn't it? Well, it did. You know, that's the beauty of, uh, of you know, the modern Internet. Uh, you get instant communication. Uh, but, you know, even as uh, short a time ago as the early 2000s when the Ford GT came out, uh, there were dealers that were doubling the MSRP. Yeah, that's a little bit greedy. Well, Ford Authority uh, has uh, come across some uh, gouging. When it comes to the Mustang Shelby GT500, that starts at 73995 Yes, that is a Mustang. 73995 before options. That is the MSRP. One dealer in Sterling, Virginia, Coons Ford, is advertising a 2020 Ford Mustang Shelby GT500 for $145,890. Uh, it is well-equipped, including a carbon fiber track pack, technology pack, and a $10,000 painted stripe. Seems a little excessive. Yes. So it, on the sticker, if you use their configurator, uh, the price would be about $105,890. Mm. Uh, but, but if you felt like you wanted to pay more, there's another dealer... Uh, Ford of Thousand Oaks, uh, and that has a less equipped uh, Ford Mustang Shelby GT500 for $169,999. No painted, no $10,000 painted stripes less. Well, I insist on the stripes. How do they, they're charging $10,000 for painted stripes? I mean, you can it's get just, a good paint job for ten thousand dollars for well, the whole car. Well, I mean, car. you know, even even a thousand dollars for painted stripes would be kind of kind of pricey. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, 
But, you know, you know, from and I'm not defending the dealers here, but the the way the system works is dealers get a, a certain allocation and only a few dealers will get allocated these uh, aspirational, um, you know, cars. Mm -hmm. So their point of view is, well, I'm only getting one or two of these a year. Um, I'm going to, I'm, you know, if somebody wants one and they're willing to pay my price, I'll get it for them. Yeah, yeah. I guess, you know, whatever. If you put the price out there, people will pay for it. It's, it doesn't make it right. I think people are a lot more hip to it now, though, don't you think? Oh, I agree. And also, because, you know, you, anybody can get on the Internet and just search the whole country, uh, why would you pay it? it? Just You're certain to find a dealer somewhere that will sell you one for MSRP. Even if they Go charge ahead and order. They might deliver it for $2,500. You'd still be ahead of the game. Sure. Yeah. Anyway. Sure. So it's just, um, it's this is not anything new, but it's, it's just sort of sad. And the thing is the level of it, too. I mean, it's not like they're like, well, you know, it's a hot commodity. We're going to charge 10000 more. <laughs> you know, they're really yeah. just going for the moonshot, as they say, to try to charge as much as possible. Well, well, it's sixty grand. <laughs> yes, you could, you could almost buy a pickup truck for that. <clears throat> you could buy two more cars. <laughs> hey, but here's another story about the 2020 Shelby GT 500. There was two of them apparently headed, according to the drive, uh, headed to members of the Ford family. One was in um, historic silver, and the other one was in that lime green which I don't know why anyone buys, but I they, don't either. they do. And uh, we'll tell you what happened to them on the way from the dealer. It wasn't good, but maybe uh, you might be able to buy one of these things a lot less expensive. We'll tell you about that when we come back on Cruise Control Radio, your on-air automotive magazine. For the latest updates on Cruise Control, follow us on Twitter at Cruise Control Rad. That's C-R-U-I-S-E-C-T-R-L-R-A-D. Cruise Control Rad. Cruise Control. Welcome back to Cruise Control Radio, your on-air automotive magazine with Fred Staub and Les Jackson. We are taking you on a ride around the auto industry. Still talking, Les Jackson, about the GT500 told you a little bit about the uh, 2020 Ford Mustang Shelby GT500. A little price gouging going on. Well, now there's actual sheet metal gouging. This story from The Drive. Apparently, uh, a uh, dealer was transporting two of these cars. Uh, grabber Lime. I, I just, yeah, I don't know why people do that. Remember when they started to paint fire trucks that color? I thought it was terrible. I think that lasted for about six well, months. Well, but but there's a reason for that. Uh, green is the most uh, noticeable color from the greatest distance to the human eye. But it's ugly. <laughs> oh, it is. It's horrible. Well, and there's another one in silver. This guy had him on like a little ramp truck towed by a uh, uh, pickup truck, and uh, he hit a ramp too hard, and they went on their side. The whole trailer went on the side. The pickup truck jackknife crushed the front end of these fresh-from-the-factory GT500s. Apparently, 
They were going to Henry Ford's grandson and owner of the NFL Detroit Lions, Martha Firestone Ford. Not good. And another Ford family member. Uh, there's a lot of speculation because they're lightly damaged. You need a quarter panel and a fender on the green one and, and a front clip on the silver one. But a lot of people are excited about going over to Copart and buying them if, they, if they're written off. They they look repairable to me. They they just don't look heavily damaged to me. But the family members won't get those. I'll, I can get. Well, the, you know the family members typical of you know very wealthy families. They they don't want anything that's got the slightest little abrasion. By the way, I'm looking at the. I've enlarged the uh, <clears throat> the the uh, sign on the side of the tow truck. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And the company is uh, Bob's Take a Chance Towing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where we might, we've been possibly getting you there for at least three months now. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> well. No no, no crashes in the last 12 days. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you have it. There you have it. I'm sure people will be looking on, looking on uh, auction sites to get those things. Uh, definitely repairable, though. I think. Well, I think they'll go right back to the factory. They'll be cleaned up, and then they'll just go to a dealer inventory somewhere. But they'll be used. They have to sell that as a used car. Well, it's the three percent rule. There's a federal rule. If the damage is less than three percent of the MSRP, it doesn't have to be disclosed. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. How do you like that? I didn't know about that. Now I learned. Oh, something. I can explain that sometime in great detail. Hmm. Well, you know. If you've bought a car recently, you know the test drive typically is not a uh, what I would call a diagnostic tool uh, for no. buying the car. Um, you can't drive it really up for a long period of time on different uh, road surfaces. Uh, you know, probably you're going to take it around the block on a predetermined route, and they're like, okay, what do you think? Um, really, you should sit in the car for a while. You should drive it. You should drive it on different types of roads. You should move the seats around. You should do all th sort of things like that, much like we do when we test cars. I always sit in the back seats. I throw stuff in the storage uh, right. area in the back. Uh, you know, I uh, pull it in and out of parking spaces. I right. drive it on the highway. On the brakes. Stand on the brakes until the rotors glow red. Stand on the roof of the car. You know, you never so, know. Yeah, that's right. Um, put drywall on there. No, we don't. We don't do that. <laughs> Right, any but, Corvette I always load with drywall. That's right. That's how but people you know, I, as you, I give a lot of advice to people uh, all the time in the speeches I give and so on. And I always tell them, a test drive is really nothing more anymore than just getting into the car and see if you fit. And and the the dealer or the salesperson makes money for getting you out on a test drive. I believe they actually make a few bucks for just doing that, but. But Nissan has a good alternative here, and they're working with the peer-to-peer -peer car sharing service Turo uh, to get people to drive these cars uh, for at least a week. Extended test drive experience. Now, that's, that's Turo, I believe, is the service where I can, I'll lend you my car. You, Les Jackson, a stranger whom I have never met. That's the role you will play. Uh, and I will lend you my car, uh, you know, and I'll make money off of it. And 
I, I, I never quite liked that because Les Jackson, yes, I would lend my car to, but somebody else, like who knows, you know, what they would do. But that's that's a different that's a different um, situation here. What they're doing is they're using this service to loan people new Nissans. They're trying out three test markets, Los Angeles, northern New Jersey, and Salt Lake City. Uh, and bookings can be scheduled for a few hours, a day, a weekend, or longer. Uh, these car, this is interesting. Now, I thought Nissan was providing them. The cars are actually provided by independent Turo hosts, as huh. well as participating Nissan dealerships. Okay. And they will so, provide mm-hmm. a like-new or late-model vehicle test for test driving. I'm actually, imagine it would be get good to get one that was a year old. <laughs> you can see what happened to it. Well, that's that's right because when we have test cars that uh, that have let's say fifteen thousand miles on them, which is a huge amount of miles, mm-hmm. they really you can really tell the wear. Right, the wear points. If someone's arm is wearing out the uh, the armrest, if if the car feels loose or or you know you just see visible signs of wear, you know well if you buy one of these. This could potentially happen. Remember when GM did this? They had overnight tests. Right. And well, in the sales world, <clears throat> dealerships had, you know, designated demo cars. Mm-hmm. And they did what was called the puppy dog close, close, which is tell the person to take the thing overnight. The idea being, you know, if you took a puppy overnight, you're not going to bring it back. Right. Uh, unless you really hate it. Maybe you'll right. Maybe you'll just really, really hate the car and say, "Wow, I don't fit in this at all," or or whatever. But uh, will this take off? What do you think? I, I I think it's weird that they have to depend on other owners for this. I I, I just can see an awful lot of problems cropping up with this. Uh huh. You know, the car's dirty. Yeah, or you've got a problem, you know, with with delivering it back or getting it delivered to you, or and, something breaks. Yeah, I mean the dealer cars provided cars. I could see yes, and but you know, let's face it: if dealers have cars on this Turo service, um, you know, can they say we're only really uh, renting these out to potential buyers and not to? Hey, some guy that just wants a nice new Nissan to rent for the weekend, or you know, I I don't know. Well, well and the other the other thing is that there are three test markets, right? Los Angeles, okay. Salt Lake City, okay. Northern <laughs> New Jersey, <laughs> the crash capital of the world. <laughs> crash testing. It's advanced crash testing. Man, and Salt Lake City seems random, but right. But there you have it. You're listening to Cruise Control Radio, your on-air automotive magazine with Fred Staub and Les Jackson. Uh, Got a lot to get to. Coming up, we're going to talk tech. Batteries from a very abundant resource. And if you know anything about uh, Cruise Control Radio, we've been talking about this. uh, Rare earths and and other uh, battery components. It's becoming a big story as we talk more and more about electric cars. And I was thinking about this, Les. When is the last Cruise Control Radio episode 
that we didn't talk about electric cars in some form or fashion. Wow. Wow. At least a couple of years. At least a couple of years, right? Um, and that will change. That will change. We'll, we'll, the percentage will go higher and higher when it comes to electric and electrified cars. So, But when we come back, we'll also tell you about how one kid did $38,000 worth of damage to new cars in a showroom. Yeah, invite him to the museum. Come on in, That's kid. right. Check it out. We'll be right back on Cruise Control. Cruise Control Radio goes live every Saturday starting at 10 a.m. Eastern. To listen, click the link on our homepage. Go to www.cruisecontrolradio.com. Cruise Control. And welcome back to Cruise Control. Lesson Fred here. We started to talk about batteries before the break. Mm-hmm. New battery uh, new battery technology coming out. And we're going to be seeing quite a bit of this in in the next few years, uh, as the as the R and D really cranks out uh, all sorts of new ideas, this time because conventional batteries, you know, the the uh, lithium ion and so on, they use rare metals, which are quite expensive and mined and refined uh, in very bad environmental conditions. Yeah, a lot of times child labor involved, right? Oh, it's just awful. Prison labor, uh, child labor, they pollute the rivers. This is typically done in in third world countries. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very, you know, it's just it's just not just not something that ought to continue. And and well, this, and let's face it, the the need for this type of stuff is increasing uh, as cars move into the electric realm, right? That's right. So uh, what's happened is IBM uh, pretty good company. Mm-hmm. Their battery lab uh, has come up with a uh, battery built uh, using materials extracted from seawater. And there's an awful lot of different um, elements in seawater. Yeah, and let's face it, we're never going to run out of seawater because it is probably the most abundant um, source of minerals out there, isn't it? It is. Um, and in fact, the reason that the oceans are salty, and because I was curious about it and I looked it up a few weeks ago, is because they've been sitting there so long that they've dissolved salt out of all of the ground that uh, that they're sitting on. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. Pretty, That's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, this is uh, the IBM Research Battery Lab. We don't have a lot of information on this. Uh, it could out these batteries could outperform current lithium-ion batteries in cost and charging time. Uh, they're saying potentially five minutes to reach eighty percent charge. Now, remember, we said people want to be able to tank up their battery as fast as they can tank up their gas-powered car. That's right. We're getting there. Uh, power density improving, energy efficiency improving, and the battery is also less flammable. Another another thing about electric cars, emergency responders have to know that you could put a fire out and then it could catch fire again a day later in the in the salvage yard, right? That's right. Um, these are all things that we have to consider. My, by the way, I'm going to speculate. 
that this battery is basically a salt battery. It's probably a could even be a liquid salt battery. Mm-hmm. Interesting, interesting. And uh, I, you know, you say liquid salt battery. Even uh, I think you're going to see solid state batteries eventually, right? Oh, I oh I believe so. Sure. The other uh, point about electric cars, and I found it interesting, it was a study this week about how much uh, battery range do you lose as a car ages. And if you, char- if you charge at a level 4 charger a lot, you can lose significant amounts of range. If you use, uh, I guess what they would call level 2, which is 220 volts, that's about the best trade-off for speed of charging which is not that fast but it is faster than uh, 120 volts uh, and that is a little bit kinder to the battery also electric vehicles that have some kind of liquid cooling system for the batteries do much better uh, when it comes to loss of range uh, than vehicles that don't have any cooling on the battery that are just air cooled, passively cooled. Um, and if you had a, a water cooled battery, you probably lose about 2.5 miles of range per year, depending on how you treat the battery. If you're high potting it all the time and charging it quickly, you will lose more. Uh, if you have an air cooled battery, you probably lose maybe almost five miles of range per year. Um, because the battery, the heat is just a real enemy of the battery. So we're at the early days of this. Um, some of these vehicles have been tested. Fleet vehicles have been tested, uh, uh, pretty heavily and they're still, still have good range, uh, after years of service. I don't know how, uh, how, you know, at the average, uh, electric car, uh, is performing when it comes to, you know, being a used car five years out, but, be interesting to see, wouldn't it? It would be, and I think that data is probably becoming available. Mm-hmm. And of course, we already know that, for instance, um, Priuses, uh, which is the biggest selling electric car in the world, mm-hmm. uh, their batteries are are lasting close to twelve years. Well, even even uh, you look at some older vehicles. Um, like the Ford Escape Hybrid, I still see some of them being used as New York City cabs. Although now they're starting to get, you know, up into the five hundred thousand dollar, uh, five hundred thousand mile range. But I hear the engine shut off, and I assume when they take off, they are on batteries, and uh, it's still working. So, you know that there is some life in the battery, but that would be a real good test for it, wouldn't it? That there couldn't be a, a harsher test uh, than that. Yeah. So, more on battery tech for sure in the future on Cruise Control Radio. So you stay tuned. And as I say, the the amount of electric discussion will continue. Had a couple of uh, sad stories this week. Passing of some uh, interesting characters in the world of. Uh, the automotive realm. Junior Johnson, who is a NASCAR Hall of Famer, uh, driver and team owner, died at 88. He was a bootlegger that was pardoned by President Ronald Reagan and uh, celebrated by Tom Wolfe and Bruce Springsteen, who sang about him. I met Junior Johnson when I was away at college. Really? 
um, quite accidentally. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But and and he was a he was a big uh, big you know uh, wasn't fat but he was a big heavy guy. Uh, great sense of humor. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and he was telling a bunch of us the story of when he went upside down in a in a uh, stock car race. Mm-hmm. And he said, all I could remember doing was keep kept pushing on the brakes. But but the wheels were in the air. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I could see that. Um, he uh, he was the fourth of seven children and honed his driving skills hauling illegal liquor through the back roads of the Carolinas. Yep. <laughs> uh, interesting. As so many did back it, then. Yeah, that's where it was born out of. And then uh, another passing... You see his name everywhere, and and uh, on crash helmets and on uh, fire suits. Bill Simpson, real, uh, really interesting guy. He, if you look at that uh, photo, Les, he uh, said, "Well, I'll, I'll prove this." He put on a Nomex fire suit, Nomex underwear, helmet, head sock, and had himself set on fire, and just sat there in a chair as the uh, fire burned, and he was completely fine. Um, he learned about Nomex uh, from uh, Apollo 12 commander Pete Conrad because they had that in their fire suits, and he adapted that to racing suits. Uh, before that, I remember uh, uh, Don the Snake Prudhomme said, uh, basically, it, your your racing suit and drag racing was a pair of Levi's and a leather jacket. <laughs> yeah, or old uh, flight suits from... Um from military pilots yeah and the and now you know he made it a, a very safe and uh, socks shoes gloves uh helmets the darth vader helmet that he made popular which is is really cool and uh he also went on to uh develop safer helmets for football players too which uh he, he was really really into it very very interesting yeah. guy um and you know, we lost him this week, which is sad. Yeah, he was also an IndyCar racer. Uh, he gave Rick Mears his first chance at driving, and um, and you know he he was a driver. Rick Mears had a contract with Bill Simpson, and Roger Penske said, uh, "Hey, what are you doing with that Rick Mears guy? Can I buy out his contract?" And uh, Bill Simpson was kind of sad he did that because Rick Mears went on to be very, very successful in IndyCar racing. But um, interesting guy, interesting guy, and really yep, made it very. a lot lot safer um, because, you know, let's face it, racing before that was really, you would just uh, burn up. Yeah, it was uh, through the 50s and 60s, uh, a minimum of, of uh, three to five People were killed every year. And with a Nomex suit, I know the the heavy suits they wear in drag racing, they can go a full 10 to 15 seconds of full involvement and uh, and then be fine. Uh, of course, it doesn't sound like much, but I think you'll move quickly if you're in a car that's on fire and you can get out of it. So That's right. It, it could be plenty to get out and not, and not be severely injured. Uh, anyway... Passing of two, Junior Johnson and Bill Simpson. We will be right back with more cruise control after this, so stay tuned. Plenty more to go. $38,000 worth of damage done. What happens to the parents? We'll talk to you soon.
Cruise Control Radio goes live every Saturday starting at 10 a.m. Eastern. To listen, click the link on our homepage. Go to www.cruisecontrolradio.com. Feeling a little dim? Don't blame your brain or the weather. Hazy headlights may be the problem. Hazed or cloudy plastic headlights can reduce your vehicle's visibility on the road, making it very difficult to see the road and for other cars to see you. Now you can restore plastic headlight lenses to like-new clarity with the Lens Renewal Kit from 3M, an easy-to-use solution for removing the yellowing and hazing that reduces headlight performance and visibility. For more information, visit www.3mcarcare.com. Cruise Control. And welcome back to Cruise Control Radio, your on-air automotive magazine. Got a couple of cool stories for you here uh, in this segment. Let's uh, announce this week, interesting vehicle, uh, of course, uh, all X3s that BMW builds are built in South Carolina, uh, as well as X5s, but they're going to come out with an electric version now in 2020, 286 horsepower rear drive will be sold along the gasoline powered X3, it's going to be called the iX3. And here's the interesting thing. It's not built by BMW. It's built in China by a company. I have to find their name here. Uh, and, and they have done this before. Magna Steyr has built cars for them in Germany. Remember that? That's right. Uh, and but, that's, but that's Germany. This is a, going to be built by a Chinese state-owned automaker, Brilliance which will manufacture the model. So it will be the first car BMW sells in the United States with a made-in-China label. Are we going to see more of this? Oh, uh, definitely. Definitely. Just like every television set now sold in the U.S. is made in China or Korea. Mm -hmm. uh, let's face it. Uh, the future could easily be the same for, for passenger cars. Mm-hmm. It's just uh, strange to me that of all companies, BMW mm -hmm. would let the manufacturing get out of their hands. Yeah, and with a state-run automaker. Uh, and why would they be building this um, in – why wouldn't they build it in the same factory? Because they're going to get a premium for it being electric-powered. Well, you know what? I think it has everything to do with the battery. Mm-hmm. Because, as you know, <clears throat> the cheapest, by many factors, uh, cheapest batteries are made in China because of their lack of environmental regulations. Mm -hmm. So maybe uh, this is going to be a big battery with all that power. I, I think this is really the key element here. Maybe it, they feel that it's going to be more important in the Chinese market, so they'll build the vast majority of them, uh, and uh, they will, you know, basically the the U.S. will be an ancillary market for it, so, you know, who knows? Could be, yeah. Uh, apparently, no rare earth metals are being used to make the motor for this vehicle. And the group purchases cobalt and lithium directly from mining companies instead of going through a third-party company. Probably to get that deal, they probably had to build it in China. That's what I think. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. 
Uh, we'll have to see. Will this be a problem for some people, do you think? Or some people just won't know. They just don't know. It's a BMW. I think I think most people don't care. Mm-hmm. Don't know, don't care. I think some the purists, by certainly, the BMW purists won't buy it. Mm. Well, I'll tell you. I'll be, in my case, I've always loved the GTI. I'm excited that it will once again be built in Germany. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it's back to Wolfsburg, where it came from originally, right? It went it went from Wolfsburg to Ohio to Mexico, and now it's coming back to Wolfsburg. My theory of everything is a big circle in life. It all comes back. <laughs> the circle of as, life, Les Jackson. As it should. <laughs> but um, I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to see. I, I would venture to guess a lot of people won't know unless they listen to this show, Cruise Control. So <laughs> there you well, have it. Well, you know, the, the Buick um, Envision... Yeah, has done is, very well. Not, hasn't suffered any negative feedback. Yeah, which I think is a, a test balloon, and we will see more of this probably for sure. But here's something we hope we don't see more of. Uh, we've had a, a, a lot of stories this year about people, uh, kids of varying ages, damaging cars. The kid in India who got a brand-new BMW from his dad, Wanted a Jaguar, so he just drove it into the river, and it was destroyed. A kid wanted a, his dad to buy him a car, probably another teenager, so he scratched it, right? <laughs> well, That's right. Thinking his dad would buy it. I don't know how that works. Well, according to local reports from Asia One, a, a child was uh, whose parents were thinking about buying an Audi brought the child to the... Uh, showroom while they were trying to cut a deal and this kid <laughs> took a small rock and started scratching on cars some scratches yeah. measured as long as four inches uh and i saw some of them some were like he just kept scratching this is a three-year-old you know and scratched like a section of paint off um these cars can only be sold at a reduced price so the parents are on the hook for $38,000 worth of damage. Wow. I have no problem with that. Yeah. Can you imagine this? He, The kid took out a small rock and started scratching on these cars. And and why, why wasn't somebody watching the little brat? I don't know. And now these can't be sold as new. Um, I don't know. And as the article said, maybe they should get a babysitter next time. Uh, there's a real problem, certainly in this country. I don't know about China, but you know where where parents uh, are bringing their kids everywhere to restaurants and so on, and the kids disrupt frequently other people's evenings. And uh, some of us uh, actually go speak to them about it. Oh boy. <laughs> well, uh, you know, you you I'm spending money here. You're creating a disturbance. Uh you're responsible for this. Wow. <laughs> uh, I know your I know your child has a constitutional right to be here, but that right ends with with my uh peace of mind. Well, I'm just thinking back to when I was 3. I think having the car guy gene, I would never damage the car. 
I would look at it and say, Ooh, same here. Maybe, well, I, maybe if I'm nice, they'll let me sit behind the steering wheel, which I won't be right. able to see out of the windshield, but that's okay. I was the same way. And, uh, and, and of course I was a perfectly behaved child anyway. <laughs> oh, <boy. laughs> I, I honestly don't know why you find that so funny. But... Uh, well, uh, I, I just think, uh, I just think the parents should have watched what they were doing. Certainly. And... No, I, they're fully responsible. It's terrible, and I would never think to destroy a car like that. Uh, like I said, I would. I remember going in. I was seven, and my dad bought a Caprice wagon, and I asked, "Can I have a Camaro brochure?" It was the first year of the Camaro, and I thought it was so neat. I sat at the desk and looked at it. I'm surprised the guy didn't try to sell me one. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I wish he had. I would have a great car. First year. Camaro. That's right. And you would have held on to it. I would have held on to it, you know? Um, but I remember thinking that was neat. And, uh, and I, I like literally walked around like a little kid and shopped for a car, you know, <laughs> how many, how many payments would you have had to made, make from your allowance? It would have been a while. Cause I wanted, uh, I wanted the ones with the, uh, the, the stripe. What do they call that? The bumblebee oh, the, stripe in the, in yeah, the, the, from... the bumblebee stripe across the, uh, front. Yeah. Red with a white stripe would be nice. Maybe black, uh, black vinyl. $10,000 stripe. <laughs> yeah. The $10,000 painted stripe, uh, like the, uh, Shelby. But, uh, I thought at the time, this is a cool car as a kid. I thought, Ooh, I like this. You know, it's, uh, I like the way it looks, um, I was just a little bit small for it. That's all. <laughs> yep. I, well, I would think. Mm, but uh, but I did enjoy it, and I remember the smell of the dealership with new tires and smell of new cars and and all that. And I thought it was pretty neat. I didn't I didn't damage anything. That's for sure. But uh, hey, hey, we appreciate you listening to Cruise Control Radio. I'm Fred Staub. He's Les Jackson. Check us out at cruisecontrolradio.com. We'll see you down the road. Bye. Cruise Control Radio is your on-air automotive magazine. Go to www.cruisecontrolradio.com for more information.